0: The federal government is cracking down hard on conservative media and one of the most egregious government operations to censor the American press in the history of the nation, according to The Daily Wire, The Federalist, and The State of Texas, all of whom sued the U.S. Department of State this week. The lawsuit very likely will play a huge role in the national debate about government's role in regulating so-called misinformation. We'll get into that on today's show. Also, Newsmax ran a provocative news segment on Convention of States, lauding the grassroots movement. John Kerry is back again, and he's got something extremely important to tell us about climate change. And of course, Mark Meckler is sounding the alarm as a Jew about rising Nazism in America and sharing his thoughts on what people of faith should do about it. All of that right here on the Liberty Update, where Brie and I bring you your need-to-know news in 15 minutes or less. Let's get into it.
1: Max host, Carl Higby, introduced his audience to Convention of States on Tuesday night, describing the movement as a way to, quote, give the middle finger back to Capitol Hill. After explaining what Article 5 of the Constitution is, Higby asked an all too familiar question to his viewers. He asked, why haven't we heard about this? Well, he said, because this process can actually circumvent federal power. And the mainstream media, we know they're in the tank for big government. So why would they report on this, he asked. Congress currently has a 13% approval rating, he noted, while revisiting federalism and the Tenth Amendment. The Tenth Amendment specifies what the federal government can do and sets specific limitations. Anything not specifically noted is up to the states to legislate. If an Article Five convention were to happen, Congress would have no say. That's my favorite part, he said. How many times in your life have you felt that Congress has given you the middle finger? Do you think two-thirds of normal Americans feel the same way? Well, Higby sure does, and he concluded that Article 5 allows the people to give it right back to Congress.
2: For reform are growing louder by the day. What does that say about the state of our country, folks? People are seeing the value this can bring. So if you're tired of Capitol Hill giving you the finger, this is the way to give it back. Now, since launching a decade ago, the convention of states has blossomed from this fantasy possibility that people laughed at. It now has millions of supporters across the nation and states are starting to wake up and sign on in droves.
0: Conservative alternative media outlets, The Daily Wire and The Federalist joined with the state of Texas through its attorney general, Ken Paxton, this week in a lawsuit targeting the U.S. Department of States and other key figures in the Biden administration over alleged attempts at censorship. According to the document filed on Tuesday, the State Department has abused its power via the Global Engagement Center using the International Anti-Propaganda Agency to crack down on its own citizens' First Amendment rights. The plaintiffs in the case call to, quote, halt one of the most egregious government operations to censor the American press in the history of the nation, describing the attacks as audacious, manipulative, and secretive. Since the founding, the lawsuit states, Americans have relied on a free and open press to provide a check on government abuses. The independence of the press from government licensing or control was so central to this nation's founding that many of the former colonies incorporated declarations into their state constitutions. It goes on to describe how most Americans now get their news from digital media. However, as the new media gains strength, the federal government, upon information and belief, conspired with the legacy media, technology giants, social media companies, and software and technology developers to censor the press that do not adhere to the preferred views of federal officials. They refer to this partnership as a, quote, vast and unprecedented government censorship complex unparalleled in American history. While the GEC was formed in 2011 specifically to counter international terrorist propaganda, the agency, with the help of Joe Biden, Secretary of State Antony Blinken, has since turned to censoring domestic speech unfavorable to the administration. For the federal government to be involved in this anti-free speech endeavor in any way is shocking and inappropriate. As the plaintiff's lawyer put it, quote, the federal government cannot do indirectly what the First Amendment forbids it from doing directly. One thing is clear. The Biden administration is leveraging the awesome powers of the federal government to conduct a secret, backhanded war against conservative speech, opinions, and information. To join us in dismantling this dangerous government censorship complex, go to the Convention of States' website to learn more and sign the petition.
1: After traveling halfway around the globe to attend the COP28 climate summit in Dubai, America's unelected climate czar John Kerry called for a complete end to coal power plants to protect humanity. Kerry's presentation came on the summit's health day, which was opened by Bill Gates. Kerry admitted that he's becoming more and more militant in his climate work, suggesting no coal-fired power plants should be permitted, quote, Anywhere in the world. He said that that's how you can do something for health, and the reality is that we're not doing it. However, being a reliable and inexpensive resource, coal continues to dominate the world. While about 20% of America's electricity is generated by coal, fossil fuels account for 60% of the nation's power generation. Linking the environment to health, Kerry said, quote, The climate crisis and the health crisis are one and the same. Echoing the fear-striking narrative, Hillary Clinton claimed that we're seeing rising deaths due to climate change while she spoke at the COP28 summit as well. Pandemics, failing immune systems, autism rates, childhood cancer, antibiotic resistance, heart disease, obesity, depression, and the list goes on. The new narrative puts it all on the climate, and we the people.
2: Uh, Sounding the alarm bell, I find myself getting more and more militant because I do not understand how adults who are in position of responsibility can be avoiding responsibility for taking away those things that are killing people on a daily basis. And and the reality is that um, the climate crisis and the health crisis are one and the same.
1: Whether it's the rising cardiovascular issues linked to the COVID vaccine or other ingested toxins damaging human health, any condition that's possibly a result of officials' poor decisions was instantly dismissed. Big Pharma was cleared of its guilt and accountability dissipated from the entire medical field with that blanket statement. What a convenient narrative at a time when Big Pharma has never faced so much criticism. Nevertheless, Washington does need accountability. The ever-changing climate narrative allows every government bureaucrat to wipe their hands clean of any public condemnation, but the Convention of States movement provides hope for those who see through the phony attempts to redirect blame. We want Americans to live a life free from today's overly intrusive, corrupt government. And that starts with ensuring federal bureaucrats are put back in their limited place.
0: It's officially been over two months since the horrific Hamas attack into Israel on October 7th. And since then, we have seen a strange turn of events that we've covered on the Convention of States blog where the left in America... Has aligned with Palestine, and even some on the far right have aligned with Palestine and Hamas over Israel, which has brought about a concerning rise of what Mark Meckler calls borderline Nazi like behavior in our own country. In a recent rousing address at Livingstone's Church in Indiana, Convention of States President Mark Meckler sounded the alarm about rising Nazism and anti Semitism in America, urging people of faith to be vigilant and depend on the Lord in the face of evil. After sharing his personal testimony of coming to faith in Jesus Christ as a Jewish atheist at the age of 51, the former Tea Party Patriot leader shared hope that salvation is out there for anybody, no matter how young or old. Moreover, he connected the dots between receiving salvation and standing for what is rights in a divided, hate-filled world. As a Jewish Christian, Mark explained that he carries a burden for Israel following the October 7 Hamas terrorist attacks. Jews will be wiped from the face of the earth without Israel, he warned. He also explained why it's important for America to continue to stand behind our only democratic ally in the Middle East through this challenging time. Take a listen to what he had to say.
2: This is a very dangerous place we're in right now, in the United States of America. And it's really important that every single person in America, Jewish, Christian, or otherwise, understands the danger that we face right now. We actually live in a time, I never thought I would say this, it sounds crazy and hyperbolic, we live in a time of rising Nazism. This is actually worse than Nazism. The Nazis hid their crimes from the world. That was their goal. They, were embar- they didn't want the world to know that they were running concentration camps. Hamas, Hezbollah, Iran, all these other countries, they openly say their goal is the genocide, the total genocide, the eradication of the Jewish people from the face of the earth. And we, whether we're Christians or Jews or just decent human beings, have an obligation to openly stand against this.
0: While such bleak words may make us uncomfortable, it is vital that we each, if we care about our families and the country, take a long, hard look at the condition of evil in America and equip ourselves, through faith in Jesus Christ, for the battle to come. To hear the rest of Mark's address, watch the latest episode of The Battle Cry on the Convention of States website or on YouTube.
1: And there you have it. That is your need to know news of this week. We thank you for tuning in. Next week, we will feature some of our highlights over the past year as we wrap up 2023. And we will also begin to look ahead into 2024 and all of the exciting momentum we have going into this legislative season. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Take care.